Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, we got lots of uh, stuff to get to today. We'll get to the president's comment, the blank hole nations. What did he mean? And... There's a big uh, spin the media has put on that story. There's parts of it they're leaving out. Uh, so we'll get to that coming up. Uh, also, we'll get to the, hey, you know that statue commission, the crazy uh, Mayor Bloomberg statue commission has finished. They've concluded. Uh, their decisions are in. We'll give them to you in a few moments. Uh, also, uh, Facebook is making some big changes. I don't think they're good changes, though, but we'll go over them. And then uh, we'll get to uh, Megan Kelly's got problems, the Super Bowl, Hooters. We got more uh, stuff from the Consumer Electronics Show that's uh, uh, probably going to be big in the coming year. So we'll get to all of that uh, coming up. 62 degrees today. 62. It's raining, which is, uh, I know, that's bad. You want 62 without the rain. The only good thing is, and not so much here in the city, but all around the suburbs, the 62 is going to completely melt this snow which creates that black, slushy mess. The good thing about the rain, which will get heavier tonight, is it'll wash away all that stuff. So we should be uh, cleared up and clean by um, Saturday. So let's get to the president's comments, those, how do I say this? Blank hole? S-hole? I don't know. You know, uh, Lester Holt hates this president so much. That uh, And CNN hates this president so much. They ran the comment unedited. They just said it because they wanted to really, really try to hurt him. All right, here's a couple of things. Now, I've heard this from people in the room. The comment was made. It was not made about African nations in Haiti. It was made about a list of TPS countries. Dick Durbin was reading the list. This is the part the media leaves out. This is the part they don't tell you. So it was a list of uh, whatever it is, 12, 15 countries. It was Syria, Yemen, Nicaragua, El Salvador. It was a long list of countries. So it's on that list. Uh, TPS means um, um, temporary protected status. So what they were saying, they were trying to figure out what to do with DACA and who who else should be coming in. And uh, Durbin was reading the list. These are the the TPS countries that should be given special provisions. So when Trump hears the list, Syria, Yemen, Nicaragua, El Salvador, uh, what else was on there? There was a bunch of things on there. Haiti was on there. Uh, That's when he said, uh, what was the exact phrase? Why are we just letting people in from the blank hole countries? So, by the way, that word, I've heard him use that word. He loves that word. It's a big word with him. but it was about a wide range of countries. So it wasn't a racist comment. You could twist it to that by just taking out uh, these countries and saying he made it about them. But he made it about all these countries. They all had one thing in common. They were countries in turmoil, impoverished, or terrorism. or They were countries where people are trying to get out, people are trying to flee. And uh, they're countries where nobody ever takes a vacation to. So that's what he meant. Now... The problem is there's two things not being reported by the media. It wasn't African nations in Haiti that he was talking about. It was that whole list that included Syria and all these other countries, a lot of South American countries, Central American countries. But what was also going on in the room 
Now, another thing you could argue, this is a private meeting. This should not be uh, revealed. A lot of presidents say stuff like this in private. You know who is the king of this stuff? Comments a thousand times worse. Lyndon Johnson used to say this stuff. But it's in private meetings. It's not meant to go public. You know, Obama was famous for cursing up a storm in private. But nobody uh, nobody made it public. But uh, the discussion in the room... This is the problem the media and everybody might have. It's fun to attack the president. Uh, here's Lester Holt. And we want you to know our report includes that expletive once so that you can hear the complete quote for yourself. And, of course, it may not be appropriate for some of our younger viewers. It's not appropriate, but he's trying to hurt the president. Here's uh, one of these crazy CNN, uh, Jim Acosta. During this exchange that the president had uh, with a group of lawmakers meeting with him over at the White House, remember, this was behind closed doors. This was, this was not on the White House schedule. Uh, the president said, why are we having all these people from, and I apologize for using this word here, but this is a, a quote from the president. Why are we having all these people? Hey, can we play this? I don't think so. No, we better not. Let's see. Uh, here's uh, Major Garrett. At an Oval Office meeting, President Trump lashed out at immigrants from countries in Africa and the Caribbean. Why are we having all these people? Now, nobody in the room, you talk to people in the room, they said he didn't lash out at anybody. The question was, when they read this list of TPS countries, why are we just taking people from these countries? Here's the problem. As uh, this all gets explained, uh, once the hysteria dies down and the real facts start to come out, the discussion in the room was why would you just, uh, when you're doing DACA or this uh, this immigration stuff, why would you just take people from these uh, impoverished countries where everybody is trying to flee? And why wouldn't you, th- what they were really talking about in the room was why would you just go for the low skill set uh, immigrants? Because they tend to be uh, more of a burden uh, services wise and all that stuff. Why wouldn't you also mix in a lot of uh, highly skilled workers? And that's the reason he brought up Norway. He brought up Norway. But that was because he had just met with the president of Norway earlier in the day. But that's it's an interesting point. Why would you not mix in a lot of highly skilled workers? Why just take low-skilled workers? And what he was really calling for was some diversity uh, in the immigration program. But let me know what you think. 800-321-0710 is the number. 800 321 Zero seven ten. So the game is they will make it sound like he only said this about Haiti and the African nations. They will leave out that he said it about all the other nations, Syria, Yemen, all these other places. But um, the other thing is you'll get these sanctimonious uh, trying to cash in on anything at any time. Chuck Schumer, Richard Blumenthal. If you're in Connecticut, Richard Blumenthal is your Chuck Schumer, a fake bureaucrat. How many times is... Uh, Blumenthal been caught lying about things, he even lied about being in Vietnam. I mean, just one of the great liars in the history of American politics. But there's Blumenthal on television saying he's outraged. He's outraged about this. <laughs> Can you imagine if uh, Blumenthal's travel agent uh, said, uh, how about Haiti for your vacation? How about Yemen? Would you like to go to Syria? You can imagine what Blumenthal's response would be? Anyway, let's see what people think. Let's just uh, survey the audience here. Let's go to Judy and Yonkers. Hey, Judy. Yeah, hello. Yes. Well, Donald Trump asked, why are these people coming to the United States? Well, I have three answers. One, the motto of the United States is e pluribus unum, out of many, one. We are called the great... Yeah, no, we, we don't need the speech. The point is, uh, he's talking about... Uh, first of all, you're, you're against illegal immigrants, right? Pardon me? You're against illegal immigrants, right? I didn't say that. Well, you should be. You're, you are for the U.S. laws, aren't you? Uh, the 
Statue of Liberty says give me. Yeah, no, no, no. But the idea was a legal immigration system where people come in in an orderly and perfectly legal manner. It didn't mean people criminally enter the United States illegally. When when Donald Trump... Yeah, no, I, I understand. I understand. God bless you, but you're one of the open borders crowd. Let's take all the illegals in. No, that's not what I said. Don't so you're against wrong. illegal aliens. Yeah, I'm against illegal aliens. Okay, then because we agree. Donald Trump... Then you and Trump agree. Want, he didn't talk about legal or illegal yeah, no, aliens no, but, when he asked, why are people from those countries coming to us? And they're coming yeah, to- no, no, that's not what he asked. What he asked is, why are we only taking in low-skilled workers from uh, countries in total turmoil, and why aren't we taking in uh, also high-skilled workers from uh, countries in better shape? Yeah, like Norway. Well, the reason he mentioned uh, Norway, he had just met before the meeting, he just met with the president of Norway. Yeah, um, but... All right, Judy, thanks for calling. Let's go to Thelma in uh, Ridgewood. Let's just see what people think in the tri-state area. Thelma? Hi, Mark. Not for nothing. He had the president of Denmark there. Maybe he, he gave him some inside scoops. For instance, maybe people of the Scandinavian countries in the immigration um, offices, are the, the applications of people from this. Well, again, let's go over what happened. Dick Durbin was reading the list. He is going to take in. It was the TPS countries, Yemen, uh, Syria, Nicaragua, El Salvador. There didn't seem to be a lot of diversity in the countries. Oh, she's gone, listening to her radio. Let's go to Paul in Long Island. Hey, Paul. Hi, good morning. I love what President Trump said. Well, you can't love it. It was a little crude. I mean, it's okay. You know what? It's okay in private life. It's okay. It's actually okay behind closed doors. But you've got to remember, you're in a room full of enemies. They'll leak out everything. So you've got to be more careful. True, but the role of immigration is to improve the country. That's what was the goal initially. Now, what the, can the immigrant do for the country? That's really the issue. That's true. But on the other hand, you also, at times, you will take in people out of compassion who need uh, refuge. But there's got to be a limit on that. can be totally crazy, open borders, totally lawless, illegal immigration. You can't have that either. Let's go to Nick in Middle Village. Hey, Nick. Hi, Mark. Um, you know, my, grandf- my grandfather, God bless him and God rest his soul, he came here because they forced him almost to come here. Well, wait, was he an illegal alien? No, he was a legal okay. alien. But he was brought here, and, and he was brought here because he, he, they wanted people to build the subways. They needed people to do tile and masonry work. And he was an expert that worked on, on the Vatican and other great monuments in Italy. Well, yeah, historically, that's what we've done. We've taken in immigrants legally, and we've taken them in according to uh, what we need. You can, you can make that a factor, what this country needs. And if you need skilled labor, if you need certain types of uh, help, you can do that. And, of course, you want to be compassionate, taking people from uh, countries that are in great turmoil. But there's got to be a limit on everything. Uh, let's go to Jim in Long Island. Jim, what do you think? Uh, good morning. You know, we're talking about the most important individual in this in the world, coming from the most important. All right, well, we don't need the platitudes. Just give us your point. My point is, you should be condemning his rhetoric that what he says. I but- did. I said you shouldn't say that. It's okay in private life, uh, but you can't say it. In, I don't know. You can say it behind closed doors. Presidents say that. Lyndon Johnson talked like that. Uh, Barack Obama cursed and swore in private, as did Bill Clinton. But you got to remember, this is different. He's in a room full of enemies, so he's got to be more careful. Is that what it's all about, Mark, because he's in a room full of enemies? Well, in other words, if all the presidents do it and talk like that, uh, he can do it. But if you're in a room full of enemies, it's going to be different for him. When Obama did it, nobody reported it. 
when Johnson did it, nobody reported it. Of course, it all came out years later. In fact, Johnson said things a thousand times worse. It all came out later. But at the time, nobody reported it. Yeah, okay. All right, calm down. You're getting yourself all upset. It's Friday. Relax. Have fun. Let's go to, uh, let's see, uh, let's go to Vincent in Massapequa Park. Good morning. How are we doing, Mark? Good. I like uh, a peppy guy. Go ahead. Yeah, you know, I just think, uh, you know, I was just, I'm a, I'm a trumper, you know, but I, I was a little disappointed. I think as a mature man, and knowing the environment he's in, and he's, he's very intelligent, no doubt about it, he should be a little bit more guarded. Let's just put it that way. You know, I still love him. You know, I still love his... Uh, you know, as a president, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm. All right, no, that, no, that's absolutely true. That's a fair uh, complaint. Yeah, no, listen, he does uh, speak like that. Listen, he's not uh, Alistair Cook. Uh, he will say things like that. That happens. But you get it. You know, uh, who was it the other day? Wrote a great piece. Was it Scott Bayo or somebody like that? Wrote a piece. The writer was also from uh, Queens. He said, "You got to realize he's an outer borough guy," and he said, "That's how outer borough guys talk." They use expressions like that. And he said, and the other thing is they always embellish. A restaurant isn't just good. It's the greatest restaurant in the world. That's just the way they talk. So he said, you just got to get used to that. Anyway, see, the phones are going crazy. We'll take some more calls in uh, in just a minute. Uh, we got a lot of other stuff to get to. Uh, we'll get to Hooters. You know, Hooters has announced home delivery. Home delivery. Now, I didn't realize this, but they say in the restaurant business, you know, they're getting killed in the restaurant business. You look at the menu. You look at the prices. They're going up and up, and you can't believe the prices they charge in these restaurants. But problem is, especially if you're in New York, the rent is astronomical. Uh, you remember Drew Naporte, the great restaurateur, was on with us the other day. He said when he first uh, had restaurants, it was like $12 a square foot. Now it's like $200 a square foot for your rent. So that's a lot of what you're paying for. The rent is what's driving these restaurants crazy, and it's taken their profit margin from 25% to 2%. So very little money now in these restaurants. That's why they all got to open 20 restaurants. But uh, apparently to fight this, the other thing they can do, and a lot of restaurants, even some of the top restaurants do this, they're now doing takeout and home delivery because it's another way to just bring in more income. So, uh, And a lot of, uh, of uh, chains are doing this. Now Hooters has announced they'll do it. They're going to have the, – because apparently home delivery is the fastest-growing segment in the restaurant business. So Hooters will now have home delivery. The problem is, what was the reason you went to Hooters? Exactly. And she's not bringing the food. It's going to be one of these uh, illegal aliens bringing the food. So uh, what would be the point? I mean, I, I, I haven't been to Hooters in a million years, but I don't, I mean, the food was good, but it wasn't great. I wouldn't go crazy and order it. So uh I don't know. Maybe they're figuring some people will be dumb enough to think that waitress is going to bring I don't know. Anyway, we'll get back to this. We'll get to the Super Bowl. We'll get back to uh, the president's comments. The phone's going crazy. We'll get to them in a moment on 710-WOR. Check out the webpage. Here's uh, a bunch of great stuff. Watch this Meryl Streep, this phony baloney Meryl Streep flip-flopping. Here's a little clip of her worshiping worshipping Harvey Weinstein. You know how now she says, I didn't know, I barely knew the guy. Watch this clip from uh, not long ago where she's worshipping him. And, uh, hey, this one is fascinating. Look at this video. It'll show you the actual oldest photographs in the world, the oldest photographs ever taken. Oh, and then watch this. 20 years ago, it's Bill Clinton saying everything Donald Trump says about illegal aliens. Same exact stuff from Bill Clinton. It's all from the webpage. Go to 710WOR.com. 
then go over to the Mark Simone page, or just go to 710WOR.com slash Mark, 710WOR.com slash Well, the phones are going crazy. If you want to call, it's 800-321-0710, 800 the uh, president's comments, which were not made about Haiti or African nations like a lot of news people are reporting. It was made about the whole list of TPS countries. Uh, Nicaragua, El Salvador, Syria, Sudan, uh, Yemen. It was a long list of countries. And that's what he made the comment about. Dick Durbin was reading the list at the time. And uh, as all this dies down uh, in the coming days, and they start to really focus on what he then was talking about, which is why bring in just low-skilled workers from uh, countries in total turmoil uh, or total poverty, why not bring in uh, some high-skilled high, high uh, people uh, why not have a better range of countries? Uh, a lot of people might start to see his point on that. Let's go to Mickey in Brooklyn. Hey, Mickey. Hey, Mark. Relative, relative to that temporary protective status, those people from El Salvador are here 18 years. I believe the Haitians are here over 12 years and, and so on and so forth. What is temporary about that? Well, that's another point. That's Well, that's the argument against amnesty in general. It's always one-time amnesty, and it's never one time. Most important thing, I think, is to get a border on the country. Actually have a border. A real border. Uh, we're the only country in the With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. A world that has ever been overrun with illegal aliens. No other country's ever been through that. Uh, other countries, all, I can't think of another country that doesn't have a border. 38 countries just built a border wall. Saudi Arabia, they're completing their border wall right now as we speak. Uh, and I know there's a lot of people out there that the. Ann Coulter and others, they're starting to worry, is he really going to build a wall? He seems to be hesitating. What's taking so long? Hey, you got to remember, deep down, he's a builder. That's what he's been doing all his life. That's what is in his heart, building, skyscrapers, uh, all sorts of stuff, resorts. He loves to build. That's what he really loves. So this is a chance to build something that will become a national landmark. I mean, it'll, it'll last for hundreds of years. So... Don't think he won't build it. He'll build it. He'll get to it. He'll get to it. Let's go to uh, Lou in Nassau County. Hey, Lou. How are you, Mark? Good. Thanks for the call. Listen, uh, I agree with the, your uh, caller from uh, Massapequa Park. Uh, you know, the things that happen in these meetings is essentially is supposed to be private, as you said. The the uh, He needs to be more guarded in his comments, especially when you got people like Dick Durbin and some of the other... Yeah, well, you had a lot of Democrats in the room. You have to remember, that's an important point to remember. Bush talked like this in private. Obama talked like this in private. Uh, Clinton re- you know, Clinton was uh, cursing and screaming and saying all kinds of things in private. Nobody was worse than Lyndon Johnson. Nixon was horrible in private. Go listen to these uh, Nixon tapes. So they all do this, but uh, it's a different case now. He has to remember. There are enemies in the room. These Democrats, they will leak everything out. Let's go to Liz in Long Island. Hey, Liz. Yes, hi. I have the same question. How did this, no one has even addressed this, how did this leak into the media? Oh, from all the Democrats in the room. The Democrats left the room, called everybody they could call, NBC, Washington Post, CNN, 
uh, everything. They, they got this out as fast as they could. Now, I've heard from people actually in the room. That's how uh, I'm reporting the other half of this story. But uh, a guy like Lester Holt couldn't care less. The spin on it is it was only African nations in Haiti that he was talking about. And they couldn't wait. Uh, Lester Holt and CNN and MSNBC, they couldn't wait to get the unedited actual word on the air. And we want you to know our report includes that expletive once so that you can hear the complete quote for yourself. And of course, it may not be appropriate for some of our younger viewers. Yeah, but they'll do it anyway. If it hurts Trump, we'll do it. Let's go to Bill in Rocky Point. Hey, Bill. Hi, how you doing? Good. What do you want to say, Bill? 49% of our uh, countrymen are now on some sort of assistance. Yes. I say we don't take anybody into this country until we make sure everybody here is working and housed and has food. Well, that's a good point. You know, and we've done that in the past a number of times in our history. There was a time, I think it was under FDR, for, it was a long period, about 10 years, I guess it was a, as a result of the Depression, where we banned all immigration. We just stopped it. We froze it for years in this country because... It was an economic problem. As you said, a lot of people were on assistance. States like California are getting drained by this. So there are times in the history of the country where you freeze immigration until you can properly absorb and uh, and take care of who you've got here. Let's go to, uh, let's see, let's try to spread around different states. Let's go to Mike in New Jersey. Hey, Mike. Oh, uh, hi, Mark. Hi. Um, I, I think it solved this whole problem real fast. Uh, send Joe Bartlett over to the arrivals at JFK. What are you blaming Joe Bartlett for? No, well, well, he's he's a reporter, and um, and ask the people arriving from these um, s hole uh, countries uh, why they're coming to the United States, and they'll tell you because they live in a s hole country. Well, that's true, uh, but again, when he said it, it was not about African nations or Haiti. It was Durban had just read the TPS list, and it was a long list. It was Yemen, Sudan, Nicaragua, El Salvador. It was Syria. It was a whole bunch. Nepal was on the list. So that's when he made the comment. And then the discussion in the room was about why can't we have some a little more diversity, some low-skilled, some high-skilled. Uh, and he, he had mentioned Norway because he had just met earlier with the president of Norway. So that was uh, the discussion. That will start to come out slowly but surely. But then you get the uh, Richard Blumenthal's of uh, indignant. How could he call them uh, blank hole countries? Uh, 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 well, I don't know. Take a look at Syria. It doesn't look like it's in great shape right now. Anyway, uh, Tamara Holder will be with us in a moment. She'll be uh, outraged and speaking up about this. Uh, oh, and we'll get to Harold Ford Jr. His situation is interesting, his sexual harassment situation. We'll get to that coming up on 710 WOR. Let's get to all the latest news. Here's Jeff McKinney. com slash Mark. Mr. New York, Mark Simone. On 710 WOR. Well, Tamara Holder, of course, you know her for uh, years for the Fox uh, News Channel, uh, MSNBC. You see her on CNN. She's got a great website, TamaraHolder.com. You can follow her on uh, Twitter and all of that. Uh, Tamara Holder, how you doing? Marky Mark. Hey, where are you now? You're not one of those uh, blank hole countries, are you? No, I'm in, I'm in New York, which is close. Oh, you are? Oh, thanks for letting me know. Every time I let you know, for, for full disclosure to you, wonderful, devoted listeners, every time I reach out to you, you don't respond. I do, but you always reach out. You come to New York for a week, and then like the hour before you're leaving, hey, I'm in New York. I got one more hour. You want to get together? <laughs> well, I'm here until tomorrow night, so yeah, you see? time for me. Um, I'm actually leaving after the show. but uh, Oh, great. Okay. Um, Fine. I tried. 
Well, it's a holiday weekend. Yeah, but every time I check your uh, Instagram, you should follow her on Instagram too. You're never in a normal place. It's always you're in a cave and somewhere in Honduras eating uh, some plants. <laughs> eating plant food in an asshole country. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been, I've been there. Uh, now, uh, I don't know if I should even bring this up with you. The president, uh, what he said. But apparently, according to people in the room, uh, the list that was read to him was a lot of countries. They're just they're singling out these couple of countries, but it was Syria and uh, a lot of other countries. Uh, but he has a point. Why take in just the low-skilled workers from uh, countries in turmoil? Well, I don't think that that's what he was referring to. No, no apparently there was a dis- You should get a job in the, in the, in the administration to defend him. Because no, but wait a minute. Actually, people in the room said that's what the discussion was, and that's what he kept saying. Okay, he continued to say that he did not want people from asshole countries. He continued to say disparaging things. Um, both Lindsey Graham and and Dick Durbin and other people who were in there from both sides of the aisle continued to say that what he said was inappropriate. Yeah, but remember, the two names you've named are people that hate his guts and have been trying to take him out since he got there. So, okay, so so he's had no bigger enemy than Lindsey Graham the whole time he's been there. But why do you constantly defend Donald Trump? Has there ever been a time where you said what he said is wrong? Well, I said before what he said is wrong. I've, I've heard him use that word, and it's okay in private uh, life. But you and, and presidents do use that word a lot. But he's got to remember he's in a room full of enemies trying to take him out. So uh, even though Obama, Clinton, Bush, Nixon, they would say that stuff in private, they didn't well, have enemies. You know what? Be smart. If you know you're, all of these yeah. enemies are just out to get you, then why would you, why would you use language that they could use against you? Absolutely right. Thousand percent right. That's the problem. <laughs> No, okay. he's, no, that's a good point. Um, anyway, we don't think that that's really what it, what they are to him. But if that's what he his position is, and your position as a defender of Trump is, then it would be absolutely foolish to do anything, use any kind of language, or act in any way that could be used against you. Yeah, but on the other hand, uh, and I've, I've said this about other times when he's done. But on the other hand, every time he does it, and you think that's it, he's finished. Never. He, I mean, he always ends up being right in the end, strategically. Um, I don't know how you could be right about this. Well, we said uh, the same thing with the McCain comments, with the this comments, with the that comments, and he just keeps growing. So, okay, well, we'll I check back with you in two weeks be. and see. I don't think that it's a particularly presidential thing to say. I think that it's unfortunate because we have serious issues regarding immigration, obviously, and the wall. And well, and with the wall is a no-brainer. You need the wall, but uh, okay, okay. Well, well you got to have a border. Uh, Why would we be the only country without a border? Okay, uh, I disagree with that. Uh, we do have a border. I went to school at the University of Arizona in Tucson, so I'm very well aware of the border. Um, I'm also well aware of the fact that they launch large amounts of drugs in in um, like slings slingshots over the border so you know wall isn't going to necessarily prevent tunnels and uh and rocket launchers well no but every country that's done a wall has shown to bring the problem down about 95 percent. so that's pretty good don't worry we'll leave a little we'll we'll let some of the drugs in i promise you well (laughs) perfect that's, I need drugs to be on your show. Yeah, no, no, we'll, we'll let some of the drugs in. Hey, and we need some illegals because you know I like uh, bus boys. We need, a lot, and I like that car wash is only five bucks. Wait, so. you like bus boys? Wait, you what? 
Well, I don't have a restaurant. I always need more water, more butter, more. You, know, you can never find a waiter. The bus boys are the so is, that, is that considered a low worker or not? No, you're right. A lot of Harvard graduates are working as bus boys. In fact, if you talk to any bus boy, they usually just came from Wharton or someplace. No, but but you said that you don't want low skilled workers. Well, I'm saying that we need a few. Who's going to cut the grass? We need a few low skilled workers. That's what the president doesn't understand. Well, right, because Americans aren't going to do those jobs. Uh, my my family. I grew up in an, in an agricultural family. Uh, my family was onion growers and melon growers, and they said that never. Did any white person ever apply for a job to pick onions or pick melons? That's ever. your crazy family. They were working on the good farms. I'm just trying no, no, to get no. I'm trying to get you riled up, but it's not working. It's not working today. I'm trying to get you yelling and screaming. All right, let's change topics. Super Bowl. All right. Patriots and who? It's definitely the Patriots. Uh, uh, I don't think it's going to be the Patriots. Now, Tamara did a great show for your sports court, knows a lot about football. Uh, it's going to be uh, – you, you don't think the Patriots are going to win tomorrow night? No, I don't. I think what? They're, they're falling apart. I think that there's, there's, some, there's so much – there's something going on with them, obviously. Bill Belichick may lead. Um, I think but, – but you know what? I love that um, – what's his name from he's, – he's there, and I think that he's excited the team. So we'll see. I know that you're a big fan. You think the Tennessee um, Titans will beat the Patriots? Well, here's an interesting fun fact. The Tennessee Titans all went vegan during this season. Oh, then they got no shot. No, they, it's, it's actually really incredible to think that vegans, um, people think you, you know, you're going to die if you become a vegan. So to see these guys um, and how, how well they've done as a team with what they're putting in their body is actually really incredible. And for that reason, I'm going to say that the Titans are going to win. They're going to be a huge upset. Well, that'll be uh, quite a shock. I can't believe I'd ever live to see that. But uh, you know the Patriots. Forget the vegan. They'll figure out something. They'll deflate some balls. They'll do something. They'll, <laughs> they always figure out. Hey, don't you and live you'll in- find an excuse. You'll, you'll, say, you'll say something. You know, it, 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 it's, it's a conspiracy to bring down Tom Brady because he's the best quarterback in the world. He is. <laughs> uh, who else right now has five Super Bowls? Nobody. Oh, there you go. Who do you think? I, I want to know who you think. Patriots, because, completely. Obviously the Patriots. The only question is who else will be in the Super Bowl, but I don't know. I don't know. I, you know, I don't have a sports show anymore, but um, I so I'm not an expert. I'm an expert in all things except picking a Super Bowl winner, and hey. it's definitely not going to be the Patriots. I actually think it may be the Titans. You really do? Well, then this, well, this is going to be an incredible game tomorrow night. Uh, but I think the Patriots will win. Hey, in the in the in the really tough situations, in the final moments of the toughest game, that's where Brady always comes through, and the Titans don't have that kind of record. Well, can, can I can I just change the subject really quickly because I think it's important for me to say something. All right. Um, I think the um, the Times Up movement is bogus. The the, the what? The time Times Up this this Times Up movement. I think it's bogus, and which, I just want you to know that. Which movement because is that? I know you, the, 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 you know, the women's rights, the time ty- oh. well, the, the Golden Globes and black dresses and um, all of the women in Hollywood now saying that they're in support of, of you know, well, that's equality the, for women and whatever and all this bogus it, stuff that they've been silent about for all these years. But you're right. That's the problem. If it's a real serious problem that exists, these stupid, gimmicky, symbolic, uh, cheap, you know, tribute things, they, they don't mean anything. Make, go out there and make some real difference. 
Uh, well, and right. And the agents, remember, the agents have been behind destroying women's careers, including my own, for uh, for decades, women who have been abused in the workplace. And um, suddenly now they're funding this Time's Up movement, which is yeah. absolutely hilarious. Hey, there's another so, problem. I, you know, but, you know, there's, there's people that have suffered real serious abuse in the workplace, women who've really suffered abuse. But then you get, you look at the, this Harold Ford Jr. case where he just made a flirtatious comment. It doesn't look like much there. They shouldn't be all lumped together. I mean, some a guy like that maybe should you know, get a warning, a suspension. Not everybody should be fired and that's the end of their career if it was a little tiny thing, right? I, of course. I think that there's, that there's been a large knee-jerk reaction, but the fact that we're talking about it, obviously that's, that's what happens when something, when a movement starts. Um, there are going to be, it needs to sort itself out. It needs to sort itself out on both sides. What, what's, what's actionable, what's not, what's flirting, what's abuse. Um, those are things that will, will sort themselves out over time. But um, to, no, to just fire every man that's flirted in the workplace is, is unacceptable. To kick every man out um, and not include them in, 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 in the resolution is wrong. And to allow women to complain about every single thing that's ever happened, I think, is also wrong as well, and it dilutes the message. Yeah, that's a good point, because there was some serious abuse going on, and you don't want that tangled up with, uh, with some mild stuff. Well, Tamara Holder, great talking to you. Now, we're, everybody should follow you on Twitter, right? And uh, Instagram. Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. And uh, go to her website, TamaraHolder.com. And thanks for being with us. And uh, go Titans. Go oh, Vegan please. Titans. Oh, please. All right. Thanks for being with us. <laughs> She's for them because they're vegan. How do you like that? Although, uh, what is Brady? I think Brady. Does Brady eat meat? I don't know. Eats chicken and fish. I've got to check that Brady diet. But uh, the game is tomorrow night. It's going to be a huge game. 8.15, which means 8.30 uh, tomorrow night. Check out the webpage. There's a lot of good stuff up there. Uh, hey, when you're talking about illegal uh, immigration, 20 years ago, Bill Clinton said everything Donald Trump says today. They, have a, they had exactly the same positions. Watch this video, Bill Clinton, 20 years ago. And watch the Democrats applauding everything he says. <laughs> Oh, and then watch this. Speaking of uh, Meryl Streep, this phony baloney who knew everything about Harvey Weinstein and looked the other way for 20 years. Watch this video. This is from not long ago. It's Meryl Streep when she was praising and worshiping Harvey Weinstein about how great he is. Watch this video. And then uh, this one is fascinating. It shows you the oldest photographs ever taken, the oldest photographs in the world it's all up on the webpage. Go to 710WOR.com, then go over to the Mark Simone page, or just go to 710WOR.com slash Mark, 710WOR.com slash Mark. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.